Welcome to Mad About Money, the podcast that is mad about money. I'm Maddie Alexander-Grout and this podcast is sponsored by My VIP Rewards, the multi-award winning benefit that supports people with their everyday living costs and helps them to save money on things that they spend on every single day. I am joined by the wonderful Bev Jones from Awaken Coaching, who is going to tell us her money story today. Um, hi, Bev. It's lovely to have you. Um, first Hello. of all, do you want to tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah. Um, so, as you said, my name is Bev Jones and I, I am a burnout mentor and a mentor for small businesses, um, predominantly female. And that is to help females not go where I went. Basically, I burnt out in 2009. And people think it's a, something that, you know, you burn out and then you just bounce back. And you don't. And it takes a long time. And it took me a long time. And that's why today I'm here to share my money story, because that was part of it, you know, was that whole kind of falling into debt and dealing with all of that situation on top of the fact that I was burnt out. So, yeah, I started Awaken. Well, it was Awaken Coaching. And now it's Awaken Mentoring. It, I've only just changed it. I've decided to go into the more mentoring because I feel that for me... Nice I, yeah, well, I've been on that journey. You know, mentors are somebody that's lived through the experience and are able to mentor you through it. And that's why I've gone to the Awaken Mentoring. So if you're looking out for the, for the website, it will find it if you go Awaken Coaching. But Awaken Mentoring is uh, came in this year because I was like, actually, I've lived this. I've done this. It's about being a mentor, you know, as opposed to being a coach. So, yeah, that, that's me, really. Author, speaker. Ooh, uh, I, tell me tell me more about the author bit. Um, I wrote my first book in 2012 and it was published in 2012. Um, I know your viewers, your listeners won't see it, but you can see it. Made it through the rain. If we ever make it to YouTube, everyone will see it. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there it is then. There it is on YouTube. Um, so, yeah, made it through the rain. And it's my journey, basically, of me crashing out of my corporate career. I had a corporate career for 30 years. I was top of the game. I was a senior manager, reported in at director level. I, at one point, was running all of the railway stations with my manager's help, obviously, here in Wales, was head of stations. And things just got too busy and, and I didn't realise what was going on, um, you know, so it's all in the book. It all just kind of shares my story of what happened and how I crashed. Um, but I love writing. I love words. You know, I love writing and I love reading. So on my website, there's a number of other books. There's one actually called Financial Wellbeing and it's linked to mental health. Um, so that's on there. And then there's Bullying and it's linked to mental health. Um what else is on there I don't know manifestation guide to manifestation but there's there's quite a few on there I think it's about six on there at the minute so yeah nice. so I tend to write a lot and I write for the local newspaper once a fortnight I write a column in there um don't look at my website for blogs because at the minute they're all being sorted out I have a they'll be sorted out into categories because I write about different things so it's all about kind of like, well, this one might sit with a business um, blog, whereas this one might sit with a well-being blog or this one might sit with a debt blog. Or So I'm just going to type them all up so people will find them easily to read them. So sounds like a good plan. And um, so, Bev, what is your money story? Um, my money story really is that for years I should be a multimillionaire. 
I should we all? <laughs> no, I really should be. If I hadn't been so stupid with money and listened to my dad, oh. I'd be a millionaire. And I can tell you why I'd be a millionaire because back in 20, 1986, well, a long time ago, I'm giving my age away here, I was working in Wales in a one-hour photo centre and I was on £5,000 a year. And overnight, in 1986, my salary went up to £12,000 when I moved to London to work. Now, £12,000, even by today's standards, quite few people, I know, sometimes only take home £12,000. Mm. So back in 1986, we're talking a very long time ago, um, I moved to London and I had this, um, this money. And I probably should have bought the flat that I went to view in Sussex Gardens in Paddington for £19,000. Oh. <laughs> I know, £19,000 for a flat in Sussex Gardens next to, next to Paddington. Oh, my God. I don't want to think about how much they're worth today because it's ridiculous. And I was on 12K, so I could easily, easily have got a mortgage. But I didn't really understand mortgages. I didn't really understand any of that. Moving to London decided to live the high life you know so that's what I did um I didn't really save any money because why would you met my ex-husband we moved to Wales back to Wales um got married did buy a property um but it was in the last big recession in the 90s and so we went into negative equity and so we lost money <laughs> <laughs> oh no so, yeah but you see what I should have done then because my salary at that point was over 26,000 I think no 22,000 at that point and what I should have done is bought him out and paid 35,000 pound mortgage and bought him out but I didn't do that either just sold it and paid off negative equity so all through my life I've tended to have these like money moments and if I had just made the right decision, if I'd probably gone and spoken to my father about the situation, you know, all of that, I'd just been in a very different place. And I just didn't because I thought, well, why would you want to do that? Why don't you spend it? Because I had a career that was progressive, because my career was always, I was always earning more. I was getting promoted, promoted, promoted. Yeah. So everything just kept going on that path. And that never really saw any reason to save money or do anything I always thought I'd just be employed until the day I retired um I moved to Ireland and I did buy a property in Ireland I moved back from Ireland I bought another property over here I've only owned three properties in my life um and then burnout hit and all of that money that I'd been earning well hadn't done anything with it basically nothing mm. So it all just kind of fell away um, and I ended up in debt because my flat that I was in ended up with, um, sorry, using that word twice, um, dry rot. So oh, no. I had to move out. So I, then when I went got ill health redundancy, all of my ill health redundancy money that I then got had to then go to, up, to sort my flat out, renovate it from the dry rot because I was no savings to do it. And it was really hard, you know, it was like, it hit me hard. I was already diagnosed with burnouts, so clinical depression, severe anxiety. My immune system had broken down. I was suicidal, I self-harmed. Went through all of that stuff. 
and just didn't know a way out. And the mortgage felt like it was a bit of a noose. You know, I remember saying to my sister, noose from my neck. Um, because my mortgage was £800. My mortgage was £800. My car was over £300 on lease. Mm. Um, all of this stuff was going on and I'd lost my job. So how, how did you cope? Um, well, I didn't really <laughs> for a while, mm. obviously. You know, I kind of, as I say, went through this burnout, um, which wasn't great. You know, it wasn't in a, in a good place at all. Um, and... Sorry, that's my phone keeps pinging. <laughs> <laughs> tell them it's tell them we're recording a very important podcast. Yes, we are. People, don't they know who we are? <laughs> exactly, we're very important people, of course. And I don't mean to be so rude as to have it going off. I should have left. No, it. Don't worry, don't worry. It happens. It happens. I've I've had kids coming in and interrupting my podcast before. It always. Oh, happens. there you go. That just shows we're live and it's natural, isn't it? Exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, basically what I did was it got to about November. I took the ill health redundancy. I left it there kind of in the bank while I was trying to get everything sorted because I had to get everything renovated. Um, and that Christmas, Christmas 2009, going into 2010, I remember sitting in my flat with the dry rot with the situation just getting worse by the week because I could feel all the money hemorrhaging out of my accounts. Um, I thought, do you know what? I'm never going to have another 2009. Never. I've got to find a way out of it. I've got to find a way through it and out of it. Um, so the first thing I started to do was to actually paint the flat myself and do as many of the renovations as I could. Um, and just get people like local workmen in to maybe do the tiling or, you know, the things that I couldn't do. I then put the house on the market. Fortunately, it made a little bit of money, not a lot, um, but a little bit of kind of, you know, equity in it. Um, but I moved into rented accommodation. So I thought, right, I'm going to move into rented accommodation and move back to the, the village where I, I live now, where I, you know, came back to where I was born, all that sort of thing. Um, and I, I investigated what I could get to help me. I've never been on benefits. I've never taken benefits. I'd always 30 years in a career, but I knew I had to do something. So I was on employment support allowance because I couldn't work. Um, when I rented the property, they offered me some housing benefit. And then I also got tax credit. And they, were, they weren't huge, you know, it wasn't huge. But what it did mean was that I could start again from zero yeah apart from my credit cards now I had credit cards and I at that point had no idea I just I don't know if anybody is listening to this and has ever had credit cards dropping on your lap and um, you know dropping through the letterbox and you're like oh it's due on x date and I have a mm-hmm. payment and it was horrendous and I, I really didn't know what to do and I thought I don't know what I'm going to do I can't afford the minimum payments I've got all this stuff going on I've got to afford my rent so you know I, I handed back my leased car it came to the end of its thing and I was like just get rid of it um, and bought basically a little second hand want to a better word older car do you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my dad helped me with that and I, you know I was nearly I was in my late 40s so to have your dad have to help you buy a car was a bit like oh this is a bit embarrassing really yeah 
No, I didn't want to do it, but I didn't see any other option. And I was really lucky that he could kind of help me do that. So um, we just kind of got that sorted, really. And then I was in my rented accommodation and I spoke to somebody and they went, have you ever spoke to a debt management company? I was like, no. So they put me in touch with somebody who did debt management. And I was with this company for a while before I realized that probably a high percentage of what I was paying them was actually going into their admin pocket and not off my debt. Mm. I was like, what? You know, I, was like, I can't believe that. I had no interest on my credit cards anymore because they'd obviously contacted them and sorted all of that. But actually I was paying out on a debt management thing more than you know 50 percent of what I was paying to the credit cards which was a nightmare so I then what am I going to do now and just by luck I was watching a tv program here in Wales and um step change came on and if anybody's heard about step change I'm sure they have any listeners to check it out because it saved me and my money situation they are a brilliant charity everything you pay into that literally just goes off your debt um and they were so helpful and they made it all so easy and really helped me sort it out so I have to say they were the biggest turning point for me in that but I then started to do a lot of work on my money mindset and because I'd got caught up in this spiral of I never have any money it's always you know I'll always be in debt um all over these years you know I should have made money and I didn't make money you know all of that stuff had just kind of got into my head so my money mindset was in a a right pickle to be honest um and for anyone out there who does manifestation or does you know gratitude and all that sort of stuff it's true the more you're grateful for the more you will have to be grateful for so the more you get locked into that negative money mindset of never having enough you will never have enough because it's locked in yeah so I kind of started to understand that and get a little bit of help around that so in about 2016 2017 I started work with um doing some work with a money mentoring group um who literally helped change my money mindset and started to get me to understand about when you get a pot of money you need to save some of it you need to spend a little bit of it you need to put some in a kind of you know rainy day fund that's an emergency fund you know all these kind of little tips that I started to do um to the point of really when I got to 2018 and I got a pension out um private pension for the company came out it just became easier you know, yeah, we've got a bit of feedback there. I'm not really sure what it is, but um, but yeah, in, t- in terms of actually getting stuff done, it sounds really horrible. And sometimes, I mean, I, I know I was exactly the same. I had bailiffs knocking on my door, I had piles and piles of credit card statements that I hadn't opened, I was just too scared. Yeah. But it's, I, I spoke to Step Change as well, and they really helped me. I also spoke to Citizens Advice and I got myself a, a debt plan. Somebody um, recommended to me the, the 50, 20, 30 rule. Mm. And, and I went, oh, well, it's going to take me ages to pay off my debts with that. And I, I, I kind of need to do it faster. So I kind of came up with my, my own rule, which was the 50, 40, 10 rule, which basically made me live on tin tomatoes and t- on toast for like four years. 
Yeah. I lost loads of weight. It was great. <laughs> um, but it was it was just adapting to, to do something. And I think one of the hardest things when you're in debt is actually ripping that plaster off and making the decision to change. Yeah. Because if you don't make that decision to change, you're just going to be in that spiral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah constantly you know it just spirals 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 and once you make that decision like you're right and once you go to somebody like step change or you speak to somebody around money mindset you do some reading and you do start to self-care in that area of your life you will find it makes a huge difference to your life because it will actually help you turn it around so you know, I was lucky. I did get a pension come out. It wasn't huge, but what it meant was when it came out, I knew what to do with it. So I was able to, you know, invest a little bit in my business. I was able to put some into savings. I was able to, you know, so rainy day stuff sort of thing, you know, and makes it a lot easier. Step change again, you know, I kind of was able to pay off um, my debt using some of it. But I'd already reduced it quite a lot anyway. So that, you know, a bit like you really, I was just everything I could. And I, and I still do that, you know, everything, every spare bit of cash, if I can throw it at. If I've, I, I didn't have credit cards for a long time, years, actually, years, about 10 years. And I've only got small ones now that I use really to build up my credit. Not, you know, because if you haven't got credit, you've got a credit history and then it's difficult if ever you do need it. So yeah. do it and rebuild it. Um, I got out a couple of little credit cards, but you know now I know pay them off, start again. You know they don't have a huge amount on them. It's just a matter of kind of you using them as and when um, needed, and then paying them off and just managing them really. So up in my credit score, getting all of that you know in place. I've got a good tip actually for improving your credit score. Um, I came across a company the other day uh, and actually there is there is a link in in if you if you go to the my VIP rewards um, Instagram page um, at my VIP rewards there is a link and it's in my bio um, it's a company called Lockbox which is L-O-Q-B-O-X um, okay. and you basically you pay them a monthly amount they save it for you for a year they lock it up so I pay 25 pounds a month into my Lockbox account um, at the end of the year they give it back to you um and what happens is every single month when you pay they report it to the credit referencing agencies and it helps to build your credit rating oh wow. very, very interesting little hack that i found there so um, yeah, yeah, yeah i tend to um you know at the end of the year you get you know you've, you've got a nice nice little sum of money waiting for you which is quite waiting good. for you yeah, yeah it's good i um fortunately i've managed to build up my credit score now and it's back up excellent and it's high you know it's very high which is great you know I'm really lucky not lucky because it took a lot of work but you know it's just kind of like making sure that you kind of do that the other thing I've done um I now do as well is use money box do you use money box I use money box I do indeed yeah I I'm, love I'm, I'm all over I'm all over these pockets of everything <laughs> yeah I love money box and for those who don't know money box money but you might have talked about it of course on the podcast but it's the one where you obviously put you know so much a week in and it can start as low as five pounds um, but everything that you purchase, it gives the change back into your savings, doesn't it? And I love it. So if you buy something for £6.95, that five pence change between that and £7 ends up back in your savings. It's created a really nice little fund, you know. It's great. And you can do paid, you can do um, payday, little top-ups payday on payday. Top yeah. and, exactly. And then you've got, you know, and 
I learned, um, I'd started doing that and obviously then learned about compound interest as a result of doing the socks, you know, the, the ISA type stuff. And it's just amazing. You know, once you start to learn all this stuff, it's like, whoa. And I love now, I love seeing my money grow. Like every day I'm like, mm-hmm. how much is in there today? How much is in there today? Because every day is a little bit more than the day before. And I've got this theory that if you make friends with money, money will be your friend. Because if we, we go through life, I certainly used to go through life, where I used to go, I hate money. There's never enough money. There's never enough money to pay the bills. Ah, I hate it. I hate it. And then when I was doing this money mindset work, people were like, yeah, but what if you had a best friend and you were going, I hate you really hate you do you think that best friend would stay with you and it's like well no it wouldn't so you need to learn to love it you know and that's what I say to people you need to learn to love it so when you get a bill through and you pay that bill right on the top thank you for the money that enabled me to pay this bill because make friends with it Oh, I do that too. <laughs> it's so nice to hear somebody else doing it. Yeah, and I think, you know, don't make money an enemy because if you make it an enemy, who would actually stay with you if you were treating them like that? No one would. And money is just an energy, you know, and it's a similar thing. If you treat it badly, it will just, like I said, hemorrhage out and it, there won't be any opportunity, do you know what I mean, to kind of get it back. But the more you love it and the more you tend to it and care for it, I just find it grows and it gets bigger, like a little plant, really, isn't it? Like a little it plant. does. And I, I'm now obsessed with putting my money into different pots. And me. And like, I do that I've, as well. I've, I've even got, an, I've, I've got an investment portfolio. I'm like all posh and, you know, but I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a massive one, but I give myself a, an investment budget every single month. So I have 200 pounds a month, which I've allocated. And I know that that's not, you know, not everybody's going to be able to afford that. You can invest from as, from as little as a pound. Um, exactly. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't have to be massive, but you then know that you're helping your money to grow in other places. That isn't just your bank account because with the rates of inflation, it's not going to grow in your bank account. Um, I think everybody's going to going to sort of learn this over the next next year or so. Yeah. And there are there are ways which you can, you know, sort your money your money issues out. But even if you even if you start putting away a couple of pound a month, yeah. You know, I mean, I've I've got I've got penny jars all around the house. I mean, I've got twenty p ones, and every now and again it gets empty. Oh, it's twenty pound in there, so I go and shove it into one of yeah. my other, you know, not my personal account, but another account that I've got. I've got a couple of bank accounts. I don't have all my money in one bank. It's all kind of spread into little pockets all over the place. Um, so yeah, it's just and in that money box, I use the um, ninety five day thing as well, where they lock it up for ninety five days. You have I to do too. Because it's quite nice because it's there and you look at it and you think, oh, I can't be bothered to be trying to get it out in 95 days. It'll pass. Whatever it is will pass. Yeah. So I tend and, to and do it, that. So it's, it's really interesting because when, when you when you start investing money and you start trying all of these things. So I, I use Plum. I use Emma. I use uh, Moneybox. I use Lockbox. Um, I also invest on Cedars and Crowdcube every now and again. You know, don't, yeah, if anyone's listening, I'm not a big time investor. You'll probably get a couple of hundred quid out of me most. But, <laughs> um, yeah. but it, it, you, you find that you you notice that your your money grows. And then I then I think, all oh, right, I've grown this money. What can I invest this money in? Um, yeah. And I started, do you know, and, and I'm not one of those mad, um, mad people who goes, oh, crypto and Forex and all these things. But. But I've tried it. So I, I invested um, 
200, uh, I think it was about £230 I invested at the beginning of the year in cash FX. Yeah. Um, and my money grows every single week by about £8. And yeah. I keep thinking every single week, and sometimes I get, sometimes twice a week it grows. And I'm like, this is interesting. And actually I had um, had a chat called Finn Callow Webb on, on the podcast a while a, a while ago talking about cash effects. And mm. it was it was him talking about it that made me go, that sounds interesting. I'm going to look at that because it's just something else to try, isn't it? It and is, yeah. I mean, I've got a couple of bits of Bitcoin. I think I put it in there a few years ago at 150 quid. And I think it's it is valued at around five, 600 quid. It's like, well, I haven't done anything. Yeah. It's just put yeah. it in there. Um, you know, so... Like I'm not an advocate for if you, you know, you obviously can only need to save what you can. But even if you save a pound a week, you know, just start. It doesn't matter what you start with, but start doing something. Like I've got money box for my 50p's and I've got this for that and, you know, all sorts of little pockets. Um, and I think if you can just get yourself into that, you know, educate yourself to do that and keep up that momentum, you will see it grow. And what I do at the end, I mean, you, you asked me about stuff that I do now. And one of the things that I do is every month, first of the month, I've got a notebook. I love notebooks. I've got notebooks for everything. Again, you can't see it. I. <laughs> notebooks everywhere. Uh, we need to meet up, Maddie, clearly. We do. <laughs> um, and, um, and in the back of this notebook, I started it three years ago. And what I do on the first of every month is I actually write down how much I have in each of my accounts, how much in my business account, my personal account, what I've got in this credit card, what I've got in that, what I've got in my Bitcoin, whatever it is. So every single amount is in there. And then I look at it and I look at it compared to last year and I think, oh, look at that. I'm, I don't know, however much up on last year and how much was I on two years ago or three, do you know what I mean? But it's a really good way of monthly just looking at what you are actually doing and how you can grow. And like, I think, oh, every month I just get excited because it's the first of the month. I <laughs> get really excited. I'm like, oh, it's the first of the month now. I can start to, you know. Um, so I do think that it's just a way of if you keep, you know, keep a handle on it, it's hard and it can be hard. Um, I also look at things like if I um, say I find a pound outside or something or, you know, um, what was I saying? With my, oh, I got vinted something else I do I do vintage I sell oh vintage wicked oh it's wicked I just sell loads of stuff from wicked and say somebody buys something for one pound fifty just might be a top and I'm like well that was one fifty you didn't have when you woke up this morning gratitude I look at it gratitude I'm like well thank you for that because that's a pound you didn't have earlier or if I find 20p in the strip like oh that'll go in my pot 20p richer today than I was this morning when I woke up so it's all about just being thankful for even the small little things, um, you know, because they do make a massive difference. Um, I used to use top cash back. So I'm terrible that everything that I buy online goes to top cash back. Um, Stop I, swearing at me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I use your, I'd use use your VIP rewards. Yeah, use VIP <laughs> rewards. But all of it, if you, you know, I think it's there's a market, isn't there, for absolutely every single thing. If you do little bits in every single pocket, that you I, know, I also, I also use top cashback. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not fussy. I use, I use everything. I, use I don't top care cashback. what I, I use, use as long as I bring yeah. some. You know, it helps me bring money in, and and it's there for that rainy kind of day. Do you know what I mean? Because I think it's just a massive thing. It is. It, it is a bit at a time. Um, huge, 
huge amount. I don't go anywhere to eat or to do anything or even buy online without looking if there's a voucher code. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, let me have a look and at just, this then. Have they got a voucher code for that? Or you know, and that's exactly exactly why I created my VIP rewards because at the end yeah. of the day, it was it was it was my debt journey and when I had children I was just like oh my god this is so expensive it's so expensive why it's like my money was just hemorrhaging and I I had bad mental health problems when my children were born and uh, with both of them and actually I I've got ADHD so I'm a bit of an overspender um I do have problems I have to really really regulate myself so like that was like me when I had my depression I actually spent more you know I was terrible it's, that was, that it's was bad a it's bad and, and actually the sometimes the worse you feel about money the more you spend it I mean spending money isn't yeah. a bad thing you can't you should spend money money should move freely when money moves freely and and this is one of the things we were talking about this before weren't we Bev the yeah. um like the media are so hot on nobody should be spending money everybody's in debt everybody you know everything's everything is bad and don't spend any money the worst thing we can do is not spend any money because when money doesn't flow, that's when it's when, when it gets worse. So it gets, yeah, it gets scarce, doesn't it? Exactly. You know, so it is about, and it's that it's that lack mindset, isn't it? When you've got when you've got that abundance yeah. mindset, everything flows nicely, and you know, money yeah. does money. You attr- you attract the money. Um, yeah. But I set up my VIP rewards so that people could save money on everything all in one place supermarket yeah. shopping days out um clothing like literally everything um and we're constantly adding to it as well like uh we in fact we've just got a really big load of new holiday destinations which i'm really excited about Woo-hoo! uk holiday parks nice. winning um Excellent. so shameless plug there sorry guys um but right. yeah it's 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 one of one of those things where yeah money the more you love money the more it will love you and i like I've really, really resonated with everything that you've said there because it's exactly how I changed my money Change mindset. It. My dad always says, "Money goes to money." <laughs> says that. money goes to money, but it, but it does, it, and it does, and it's it's hard. And you know, for anyone listening here, trust me, I've been down on my luck. I've not had, you know, I've not had money. I've not been able to. I remember when I was going through my depression, and I'd moved back to the village where I live, and I was going out with my partner like but not living together yeah we were just together mm. and his sister lives just don't walk away and one night it was like oh I don't know beans on toast here we go again do you know what I mean that sort of thing which you know you're lucky you could afford tomatoes. beans well, I don't like tomatoes no, I don't like them so I had to go with beans when I was even mad first time I lived on ravioli you know the tins of hunter ravioli oh, so I went out for a walk this one evening and she was out in the garden my partner's sister and um, we got chatting and she said, oh, should I actually, while you're here, she said, you wouldn't like, um, she said, I bought two steaks. And she said, and basically we're going out for food. She said, I'm going to give one to a son. She said, would you like the other one? It was the best steak I've ever eaten in my whole life. I didn't even yeah. have anything with it. I just ate the steak. Just so, a big I'm sorry for any vegans or vegetarians on here. I am. And I don't, you know, don't say that you should be one or the other. But I tell you, I was so down on my luck at that night. And I was thinking, I just don't know what I'm going to do. I, I don't know what I'm going to eat. I don't beans or whatever. And I'll tell you what, you know. It could have been a nut roast. I don't care. It was something that I didn't have to pay for, and I could. And it eat. was something that wasn't beans. Like and it wasn't beans. Exactly that. Um, so yeah, you know, I was really grateful for that. So I think it is all about just yeah, learning to love money, learning to understand it, 
you mm. know take some go and do some reading go and you know one of the best business books I ever read was um, The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind very good book um and you know I think it was T. Harv Eker I want to say I'm not sure I think so um but yeah again he very much talks about putting money into pockets and looking you know always check everything you know even my dad my dad's 85 and he's paid his car insurance every year through the same company um you know and this year it had gone up to over 500 pounds and he was like oh, it's just ridiculous Do you know i got his insurance his car insurance down to 260 pounds he wow. was so made up just by going on a compare site because he'd stuck with these same people year in and year out um, and I just went onto a different site and found out, you know, put his details in and literally 260 pounds down from 535 or something. So it's so worth doing. It, it really is. You just need to be, you know, I've done the same with my other half, you know, and the kids and everything. I'm like, right, let's see what we can do. Let's just not pay. I'm terrible now. I don't pay anything like that. Like, right. Go and sort it out and see what you can. It's not getting stuff for nothing, but there's things out there that can help you. And in today's world, you know, it's tough. It's very tough for a lot of people. Um, it is. It is. And, and there are there are places you can go to. And this is, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm really hoping that if there is anybody that's listening to this that is in that situation that both you and I have been in, that they go and speak to Step Change. They start looking at money differently. Um, and it, it is really hard because when you're in that that pit, all you do is you you hate you hate money. You do, um, but learning yeah. to love it is the only way out. That's the um, only way out. And it's, it's hard. One. find a penny, pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck because exactly. it genuinely it, it works. Go it out and find some pennies. Does. It generally does. Um, there is another one that I use. I don't know if you heard of the Too Good To Go site. Have you heard oh, I love Too Good To Go. It's amazing. Well, we don't even, you know, it's not like we need the £2.95 magic bag from Greg's, but I tell you what, £2.95 magic bag, two baguettes, four donuts, two sausage rolls and two yum-yums for £2.95. Winning at life. It's great yeah. for lunches. <laughs> exactly. You just need to check it out. I didn't even know about that one until my daughter told me. Just like it's, it's too good to go. And it's just the local services. So if you're passing, you just book it and you're like, right, okay. And I think you can do it in Morrison's and Starbucks. Yeah, you can do it in loads of places now. Greg's and yeah, loads of service stations and things like that. So yeah, that's another one, isn't it? Just get onto all these things and get onto your, you know, my VAP rewards, all of that stuff. There's loads of help out there. People just need to reach out and get it. There is, there is. Oh, well, Bev, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. It sounds like we're like money sisters. We've had the same journey. We, yeah. we feel the same about everything, which is really lovely. I, I love it when that happens. It's um, it's great. Um, so how do people find you if they want to learn more about what you do? Um, you can check out my website, www.awakenmentoring.co.uk. Um, so the burnout groups for female professional females and the awaken women's entrepreneurs, business owners, all sorts of things like that. My books are there in the shop. There's also a resources page that you can do a questionnaire and get some you know, feedback on that questionnaire um, or downloadable leaflets, all sorts of different things. So you can find me there. But then on social media, I'm on LinkedIn um, as Beverly Jones. And then you'll find me under Awaken Mentoring or Awaken Mentor on Twitter and Facebook. 
Uh, I do. I'm on Instagram, but I don't use Instagram very often, so you probably hardly find me on there. LinkedIn and Facebook is where you'll find me most of the time, probably. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for being on. Um, It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Um, This podcast has been Mad About Money. I'm Maddie Alexander-Grout. If you'd like to find out more about what we do, um, you can check me out on LinkedIn. Um, Also as well, um, myvoprewards.co.uk. I've also, I have to shamelessly plug this, I've now got a TikTok account. Check me out and my little videos. So uh, so if you want short, sharp money saving tips, check out uh, Maddie about money. Somebody had already taken mad about money. How rude. Um, so, I quite like Maddie about money, though. Yeah, Maddie about money. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of nice, isn't it? Maybe I should change I like my that. podcast name. I know. But it's always, it's always been mad about money. Uh, but mad about money is my pseudonym. It's my thing yeah yeah so yeah maddie about money so go and check me out on tiktok as well um and uh, we'll see you next week for another episode brilliant